views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Are you ready to stop stress, anxiety, and low self-esteem from running your life? Join award-winning author Dr. Friedemann Schaub from Empowerment Radio as he addresses some of the most prevailing challenges in our day-to-day lives. Find out how you can use the power of your mind to overcome self-sabotaging patterns and build a solid foundation of confidence and self-respect. Learn cutting-edge tools and approach every day with great ease, joy, and purpose. This is the time to empower yourself. Now, here's your host, Dr. Friedemann Schaub. Welcome, welcome to Empowerment Radio. And it's another Wednesday. It's the day after Valentine's Day, so I hope one day we're going to have a show on Valentine's Day because there are so many wonderful things to say about love. But today we're going to speak about something else, which has to do with love, of course, as well, because love is everywhere. But what we want to delve into today on Empowerment Radio is the world of the metaphysics, the energies, the subtle senses. We will talk about spirituality, light beings, manifestation, life force energy, how to raise your vibration. So all these wonderful, interesting things that some of you may have just uh, maybe brushed off a little bit as woo-woo or esoteric, but that doesn't mean that these things don't exist, that they are not real and that they cannot really also make a huge difference in our life. Now, I certainly grew up in a quite uh, more conservative uh, household, even though I was Lutheran and forced to go to church more often than I wanted to. Uh, My parents were doctors, as some of you know, and so science and spirituality didn't always meet there. But along my life, I certainly had some encounters and some experiences that made me wake up. This title of the show is about waking up. You're not crazy. You're awakening. And uh, and I think many of you can relate to this, just waking up from almost the three-dimensional awareness of life and realize, oh, there's, there's actually more to it. Now, when I was 18 years old, I was having a girlfriend who introduced me to tarot reading. And for me, this was, you know, the first time even getting to know these, uh, the readings. And it was shockingly accurate to the point that all of a sudden in the middle of the reading, the glass table on which we were doing the reading burst into thousand pieces. And I still don't have any idea why that happened, but it certainly got my attention. The mother of that girlfriend was a psychic and she just looked into my face and my eyes and said straight out, well, I know that you think you're going to 
work as a doctor for most of your adult life. But, uh, you know, that's not really what you're going to do. You're going to change quite drastically to live up to your purpose. And uh, I just shook my head and was certainly, you know, the very uh, confident and stubborn 18-year-old who said, no, 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 I know exactly what I'm going to become. I'm going to become a surgeon. And that's what I do. Well, she was right. Otherwise, I wouldn't talk to you right now. But I think one of my uh, most important synergies in life, the things that really changed so much for me, was how I met my wife. And we just talked about this yesterday uh, and how this was somehow beautifully, you could say, orchestrated by some higher power. Now, we, we met in a yoga camp in New Mexico, and it was just one of those. Uh, yeah, one of those encounters when you are with someone, even though you don't know this person, you have the feeling that you know her forever. Well, that's exactly how we both felt. So we really got along. We talked a lot. We did the yoga together. And uh, and people commented it always when we uh, went into the hospitality tent. Well, how long are you married? And how long do you know each other? And they were just completely astounded when we said, you know, we just met. And every time we went into this big tent that was holding 1,600 people, when one of us went in, the other person turned the head immediately and just knew that the other person just was there. It was almost as if we had like an inner GPS that was programmed to each other. But when the camp ended, we also had to say goodbye because... Danielle lived in Tennessee, I lived in Seattle, so it was clear that we wouldn't see each other, at least in a while. I had a red eye that got me to Seattle, but 10 minutes before boarding was planned, it was announced that the plane had a technical defect and couldn't start, and so we were grounded and had to stay in Albuquerque. So I asked Danielle if I could stay in her hotel room. Well, the next day, Again, we had to say goodbye. Well, this time her plane broke down. And so we had, again, more time to talk and to learn to know each other and to just solidify a little bit more about this very new but also deep and exciting relationship. And as I was supposed to leave, well, my plane broke down. So three planes broke down that gave us 17 hours more together and also made us really pay attention so that we knew there is something special going on. What we are feeling is somehow really important to pursue. And well, long story short, three months later, Danielle moved to Seattle. And since then, we are happily ever after. And so these are things when we are looking at our lives we may have in the past just seen as, wow, this was lucky. This was a nice little happenstance. But what if these are really the synergies that show us that there are just some greater power, some subtle energies at work that are continuously supporting us, that are continuously guiding us forward? And we have the choice to either resist them or to just ease into them and to let ourselves be carried on that path. Now, this is a topic and much more that I'm so excited 
to talk about with my fabulous guests, Dr. Edwige, which is the author of You're Not Crazy, You Are Awakening, which is also the title of the show. Dr. Edwige holds a doctorate in metaphysical science. She is a light body mentor, a light code activator, a metaphysical practitioner and author and speaker. And she helps people to get ready for or position themselves for their ascension and to return to their original divine blueprint and many other things that we will talk about. Just fascinating work. But she also has a very interesting and intriguing personal story about her own awakening that I want to hear all about it. So let's bring her on. So welcome, Dr. Edwige, and thank you so much for coming onto the show. My pleasure, Dr. Friedman. Thank you for having me. And I loved your story. In fact, today is my wedding anniversary, the day after Valentine, 17 years. And 17 years ago, a girlfriend called me and said, I found your husband. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's a good yes. girlfriend. I hope That's a good was. girlfriend. <laughs> Wow, was she the maid of honor then, at least? No, she wasn't. But that was just <laughs> amazing. And she was spot on and knew that energy. And uh -huh. when we met, um, two years to the day we met, we were married. So, yeah, everything, you know, synchronicity, right? That's the universe orchestrating on our behalf when we get tuned in, tapped and turned on, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Well, and so... You have been just a, a voice out there that has been teaching and uh, helping people to understand more about their awakening and how to ease into it and uh, maybe also to understand themselves and their process more because your awakening started very early in your childhood. So tell us a little bit about that. Absolutely. So my parents, um, both being from different islands, Jamaica and Martinique, they met in New York, um, married, and eventually moved us kids. I was about seven when we moved down to New Jersey, the southern part of New Jersey, and they built a home. Now, so imagine a little child of seven. It was a normal thing for me to see spirits. I would wake up in the middle of the night. They would have to leave the hallway light on, and I'd wake up, and I could see a ghost, a spirit of a departed soul standing there. I'd walk around them and go to the bathroom. So I was accustomed to seeing that, and that How in of itself is amazing, right? Accustomed, yeah, exactly. Well, because I, mean, I saw them all the dream? time. <laughs> no, I was awake, getting up to go to the bathroom. Or I remember once, and I could describe the lady as I walked around her. She had on a long skirt, a long peasant-type blouse, a really wide-brim hat, and it was tilted so I couldn't see her face. Another time, as I'm getting up in the middle of the night, at the head of the bed were pictures of flowers. And as I was getting up, a voice said, turn and look at the picture. And I'm like, okay. So I turned and looked at the picture and it was now a portrait of a man. And I'm like, whoa, that's not flowers. That's a man's face. So the following morning I described the picture to my mom and she said, oh, that's your great, great grandfather. He came in to say hello. So your so, parents actually were on board. They didn't say, oh, my God, we have to get you to the doctors. They actually knew, of course, here are 
spirits in the house and they're just, you know, a part of the family. I mean, they, they were not, you know, someone that you couldn't go to and share your experiences with. No. And, you know, it was different spirits just moved through the house, even though it was a, a new home that they built. Um, yeah, it was almost like a, a, a freeway, if you will. Um, <laughs> but were that you the led... only one who could see them or were there other people as well? My mom could see them. Ah, uh, okay. Yes. Uh, and so that led up to, I moved fast forward, I was about 12 years old at this point, and now all of a sudden I'm laying there in bed sleeping and I could feel this energy purposeful in my room. And when I opened my eyes, there was this tall, benevolent being, not like a spirit, but very much like a dimensional being, an angel or an elder or something like that very tall, probably eight feet in height and very transparent in color. And the next thing I knew, I was being lifted up out of bed, but yet very aware of myself sleeping in bed because I turned and watched me sleeping, yet mm -hmm. I was watching me sleep. And up out the bedroom window, I went flying into the cosmos. We landed on a bridge and I dove into the depths of the ocean. He visited with me for six years. Wow. Well, we're going to want to hear more about uh, this amazing being and what he was teaching you, but we have to take a quick break. So when we come back, more about Dr. Edwige and her fascinating story and her teaching. So stay right tuned. We will be right back. struggling with fear and anxiety. You know how debilitating these emotions can be. You constantly doubt yourself. You can't make decisions and feel more and more insecure and stuck. Dr. Friedman Schaub's book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, will provide you with the insights and tools to break through these challenges. Through a step-by-step -step process, Dr. Schaub explains how to resolve the subconscious root causes of fear and anxiety and build a strong foundation of inner peace and confidence. Visit www.thefearandanxietysolution.com and get your copy now. Order your copy of Dr. Friedemann Schaub's The Fear and Anxiety Solution today. Visit thefearandanxietysolution.com for more information. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Time. Radio. Hi, this is Leslie Fontaine, and my show is Sheer Alchemy on TransformationTalkRadio.com. When we're bogged down with our emotions, the hardships that plague us in our relationships, at work, our finances, we literally can't see the higher plane where we could be operating from. Tune in to Leslie Fontaine, Sheer Alchemy, 
on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Steffen each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit the TruthIsFunny.com. Brand consultant Jen Morgan is here with Radically Distinct Radio to help you take control of your future and maximize your brand's power to produce results. Whether you're an individual trying to reinvent yourself and launch a new venture, or you're an executive trying to reposition your company to modernize your sales and marketing programs, Jen Morgan and the Rad Method empower you to play to your strengths and show up in the world as your most powerful brand. To learn more, go to JenMorgan.com. That's Jen with two N's, Morgan.com or call 206-972-5366. Well, welcome back to Empowerment Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Friedman, and I am with Dr. Edvige, the author of You're Not Crazy, You Are Awakening. And we talked just about her journey and her awakening and her encounters with beings, benevolent beings and spirits. Now, if you have any question for her or me, call 888-418-6890. That's again, 888-418-6890. Or you can also just use the chat box on transformationtalkradio.com and ask your questions there. Now, we just left off the story of your awakening with you encountering this amazing like angel being at the end of your bed that carried you through uh, the cosmos to the sea to the dolphins and and so what was actually the the purpose of that being was he explaining itself so he was coming in and teaching me that I actually came in with fourth dimensional consciousness and no life lessons in this particular lifetime, and that I was here to show the way to be a bridge to actually that I was awakening and that I was awake so that I could show people how to do it. So that was a part of the mission that I'm here for, um, mm. that and, and, you know, as I progressed, all of the abilities to be able to, like the intro said, light codes, light activation, and all these different things that I have the ability to do. Um, I was just being shown from early on all of those different gifts and abilities and to show that bridge of helping people to bridge from 3D to the higher dimensional realities of consciousness and what it takes and how you move through the process. Now, you probably, as uh, this was, you said you were 12 years old when he came the first time. Yes. I mean, so you had this uh, training, you could call, for six years, but uh, did you at any point say, you know what, no, I don't want to do that, I want to become a singer, and just refuse to follow this purpose? So, you know, I I always wanted to sing from the time I was five years old, and that never changed. In fact, what happened, my dad transitioned. I was about 18, 19 when my dad transitioned. And I think that just shut things down as life happens, right? Um, and, and, and it did for me at that time. And even and when my dad transitioned out, about two weeks after, my dad 
actually appeared to me and walked right into my room. Mm-hmm. Um, that was fascinating since I could see ghosts. I saw him. Um, and, well, that's comforting, right? Yeah, that was very comforting. And so it wasn't until um, I was about 24, 25, and I was in California sleeping. And then one morning in the wee hours, I felt that familiar energy. I turned over and looked, and there was that same being standing there. And he was holding what I perceived to be a check, a clipboard. And I said telepathically to him, what are you doing? And he said, checking your progress. So he had given me everything that I needed to that point, right? And now you're in those adult years and you're going to go and let's see what path you decide to take, correct? So that was in California. Then let's fast forward to 2004. I'm now living in the Vegas area. And I got to do the singing. I was in different shows, performed at a Super Bowl, performed at Madison Square Garden, all sorts of wonderful, you know, gigs, if you will. And the 1998 Super Bowl, to be exact, um, the one in San Diego. Um, And so in 2004, I was en route to a photo shoot. And I was in a car accident, actually rear-ended at over 100 miles an hour. I went into the light. My life did not flash before me. I just went into this beautiful Bardo realm, a holding space where it was this golden white energy. And I just felt this love and nurturing energy. I've always said you were there to bring them into the light. And Mm -hmm. I thought, okay, yes. And I came back into the vehicle. Yeah, I had some injuries, actually tore two discs in my neck. But all in all, for the severity of what the car looked like, I held up good. And so... And so things started to happen from that point, right? I said, yes. So everyone hear that. I said, okay, yes. And so there was no resistance. I knew all along all these other things had had been happening. So for me, there wasn't any, and again, no life lessons. So there wasn't this idea of pushing against. I just was willing to step into what it is I'm being called to do. And I've just always been like that. And so they started showing up then as an adult. And before I knew it, I started saying to my husband, there's something I'm supposed to be doing. I don't know what it is, but there's something I'm supposed to be doing. And he said, not to worry, it will show up. Before I knew it, uh, now different beings started to show up, ETs and and different things. And I won't go into a lot of detail, um, but one showed up and said, we are ready to teach you meditate. And then that's when I started to meditate as an adult. Then before I knew it, still points of light would come into my room. And I remember this one occasion, this blindingly bright white light came into my room. I It, it woke me up. It was so bright, but I could see it with my eyes open and I could see it with my eyes closed. It stopped in front of my face and turned into three pictures. Mm-hmm. And I asked what is this? And I heard a voice say, we are testing. Well, about 10 days later, an ultraviolet light came into my room. Again, being able to see it with eyes open or closed. It stopped in front of my face. It turned into sort of like the pineal gland and it had all of these electrical currents all around it. And it started to grow in intensity and frequency. And all I could think was, oh my gosh, this thing's about to explode in my face. I hope it doesn't hurt. That's how conscious and awake I am at these times. Mm. And it did just that. It just exploded right in my face. I shut my eyes really fast because of the burn and everything was open. From that point, I would be embraced in the middle of the night, open my eyes and see orbs of violet and golden and greens leaving the room. 
or someone would come in and sit in, on my bed and I could see them or someone or a hand would touch me gently and I would be off standing in front of the council in 12. So all of a sudden, all of these things started to happen. Mm-hmm. And specifically, there were six beings, six dimensional beings working with me and they would come on and off every two weeks or so. That's when the first guide showed up and they would teach me how to get to my safe place and I would go out and I would start to travel different ways through gate through gateways, through portals, all sorts of different things were happening where I would be leaving my bed, my room, traveling out, coming back through a vortex and be back in the room and very aware that I had left and been back. All of this leading up to them preparing my body, plugging things in, calibrating And I was pulsing and vibrating 24-7. At that point, I started having basically four hours of sleep a night. Um, I closed my eyes and I would see all sorts of colors just spiraling around in my vision. Mm. Um, And then in September of 2012, as I lay there, right, every every night, every morning, pulsing and vibrating and, and watching the colors. I'd fall asleep watching colors and I'd wake up watching colors. Mm. And, and way up in the, gosh, in the heavens, I saw this still point of white light descending now. And I watched this light coming closer and closer. And finally, I saw that it was the form of a body and it moved in and that was my light body. Um, and that's a part of this ascension process is receiving that part of your higher self, that part that then allows for your Godhead, your I am to move into you. And so it was this process that I was going through. It was amazing. And then from that, the clarity that these codes and keys and things, um, you know, have the ability to turn them on and others. Hmm. Are you helping people also to connect to their I am presence? Absolutely. That's a big part of the work, um, mm-hmm. you know, understanding the process. And it's a, and, and for me, it's like a threefold process. The first part is the transmuting. So you have to transmute the lack, the fear, the guilt, the shame, all of those old programs, all of those dysfunctionalities that we've had lifetime after lifetime. So as I work with a client, we will begin to clear. We have to clear those things from childhood, all of those seeds that you've taken in telling you that you're not good enough, you're not worthy, you're not pretty enough, all of those things that we take on. And through no fault of your own, it's just we're impressionable and those impressions go in and then Mm into the subconscious, which doesn't know it's real or imagined, right? So it takes us at being real. So we've got to get in and work with that and to begin to clear all of those areas. And then, of course, we have the past lives and we have the lineage and those things that you've carried through your family line. So we work on clearing all of those at a cellular level Mm -hmm. and getting you to really break free, right, from the the autopilot and the mind because your mind wants to run the show and we really have to begin to become a master of this physical body, of the emotional body, the mental body, and so on. And so I take you through that process and that's the first part that we begin to to work on um, is to get you off autopilot, to, to get you to begin to think new thoughts, better feeling thoughts, and to show you how all of that works. And then as we clear, then we can begin to do the other work. And mm. we'll talk about that 
when we come back from the break. I know we're breaking momentarily, but it's to really get you to get off autopilot and to get you to become conscious, conscious that you are the creator of every experience that you're having, whether through intention or default. How do we get you off of default and get you to start to intend better things for yourself and to get you to align with that vibration of what it is you are intending and then how to put attention to it because the attention you give to the intention makes all things manifest. Well, thank you for that. We'll be right back with more of this fascinating topic with Dr. Evish. And again, Edwish, and again, if you have any questions, just use the chat box or call 888-418-6890. Stay tuned. We will be right back. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. You, yes you, can be the highest version of yourself. Wellness coach and natural beauty expert Dr. Agnes Renkel is on a mission to help you play the game of your life. Win in vibrancy, health, and beauty. Because you deserve it. Dr. Agnes goes beyond the limits in her personal coaching sessions to revolutionize health and wellness. Now is the time to unleash your true power. For more information, visit dragnesfrankel.com. Are you ready to stop stress, anxiety, and low self-esteem from running your life? Join award-winning author Dr. Friedemann Schaub for Empowerment Radio and learn breakthrough solutions to switch out of survival mode and approach every day with great ease, joy, and purpose. Tune in the first and third Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific to Empowerment Radio with host Dr. Friedemann Schaub on Transformation Talk Radio. Visit the fearandanxietysolution.com to learn more. Hi, this is Carol Dorian, here to tell you about the new and improved Spiritual Diagnostics, coming to you every Tuesday at 2 p.m. starting April 25th. We will be having new amazing guests. We will have new spiritual topics for the new year. So look out for our new revamped show, Spiritual Diagnostics, Psychic Answers and Spiritual Solutions. April 25th at 2 o'clock. Get ready to experience Truth Talk Radio with host Deb Acker. Tune in to Truth Talk Radio each Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com to illuminate the truth in your daily life as you experience life, love, and abundance from a whole new perspective. This hit show will leave you feeling lighter and bring you into a place of infinite possibilities every day in every way. Visit truthtalkradioshow.com for upcoming transformative topics and guests. What if your body and mind were the compasses to the secrets, mysteries, and magic of life? Glenna Rice, co-host of The Questionable Parent, is inviting you to access all that is possible. Glenna is a 10-year certified veteran access consciousness facilitator who offers an amazing variety of life-changing classes and workshops. Work with Glenna from anywhere with teleclasses and workshops all over the globe. To learn more and see Glenna's current schedule of events, classes, and workshops, visit glennarice.com.
Well, welcome back to Empowerment Radio. Well, we have been talking about awakening and the I am presence and clearing and all wonderful, powerful things. And I believe that some of you may have some questions about this. So just send us in the chat box the questions or call in 888-418-6890. And my guest, Dr. Edwige, uh, mentioned in her story that she encountered spirits and ghosts. And uh, personally, I know from uh, many of my clients that had similar experiences but other than her, Dr. Edwige, they didn't have a mother who said, oh, you know, just go on a ride or they want to teach you something. There was no one that explained them. They were actually just told, you know, they're crazy and uh, there are no ghosts. And they didn't know what to do, especially those goats were ghosts. <laughs> goats. These ghosts were showing up in their bedroom night after night. And so I want to ask Dr. Edwige, so what would you recommend to people that have those experiences, what can they do when they have someone visiting them from the spirit world? Absolutely. A good question. So what we have to understand the spirit world right now, we're not talking about benevolent beings that are from higher dimensions, but the spirit world departed souls are simply in the fourth dimension, which is where we go when we go to sleep, by the way, the fourth dimension, mm -hmm. understanding that and understanding that there are approximately 12 levels to each dimension. So if they're good spirits, OK, fine. But if they're not and you're feeling threatened, you have the power. You're in the physical. Not only are you in the physical, but you're a physical being, a divine being who has spirit, soul. So you're the one really with all the power. So, and you have to use it. Don't give up your power ever. So you have to quantify who are you? Why are you here? Are you of the light? And if they have to respond and if they say, yes, they're of the light. Okay. Now what, what do you want? What are you wanting to show me? And if they don't respond to that, then you need to leave. You do not have permission to be here. And I command you through the power of the light to leave. Mm -hmm. And so we, right, everyone listening, pull back your power and start to use it. Don't let anything just show up and we'll think because it's showing up that it must be higher and better than us. Absolutely not. You have to use your power, your discernment and start to understand energy and begin to understand and, and awaken more so that you can feel more comfortable with working with this energy. If it's a guide coming in, right? Because sometimes some of those early guides will be in the human form. So you have to find out who it is, what they want, why they're there, if you want them to be there. And if you're ready for them to be there. Some are so afraid because of the old programming that they're not ready. And then mm. years later, they're like, oh, I wish I would have said yes, because now, you know, now I'm ready. Well, now you have to do more work so that you can open yourself up again and become a match to it. So it's all of those things that are happening and you have to be aware of them. I, you know, there were times when I was first in this process as an adult that different things would show up, you know, testing. And I'm like, no, you don't have permission to be here, leave. Mm. And, it, and it would have to. So that's what you have to know. Yeah. Well, it's certainly something where you're facing your own fears. And uh, sometimes when we are in our emotions, it's hard to discern whether, you know, what we are seeing outside of us is uh, uh, now really something to be scared of, or if it's just our emotions that make us believe we have to be scared of. So I like what you suggest to ask questions, to communicate, to see if there is something that uh, 
they want to bring you, teach you or anything like that and, uh, and go from there. Now, you have mentioned about awakening that, you know, there are certain uh, yeah, skills and uh, steps and uh, just processes that are very helpful. And I believe in your book, you're describing those uh, steps. And can you explain, you know, a few simple steps that people can do to just uh, maybe advance their awakening process? Absolutely. And I think I alluded to that when I was saying one of the first stages is the transmuting, right? The letting go. Right. So that's something that's extremely important. You have to really be willing to let go, let go of all those programs that you believe. That's a lie, right? I believe in a lie. And so you have to really start to examine consciously what's in front of you. Is this truth or is it a lie? And they're all over the place. Look at television. TV is called programming and it's programming for a reason. So you have to start to become consciously aware of what seeds, what programming you're allowing to go into your subconscious and then to run the show. So that's extremely important. Getting off of autopilot, questioning all things, really determining if this is truth or fiction, right? And if it is or not allowing it to move into you starting to pull back your power, starting to understand that you are energy. And what does that energy look and feel like? Understanding that if you are energy and everything around you is energy, you're getting what you are then a vibrational match to. And so if you're getting things that you don't want, you don't like, you have to begin to examine, well, how am I creating this for myself? What thoughts have I been thinking that's causing me to feel in a particular way, which is then resulting in this outcome that I don't desire? So before you get into something that you don't want, you then have to back it up and start to have better thinking thoughts that are going to lead you to better feeling emotions that will then result in something that you desire. So again, about you becoming conscious and paying attention throughout the day of where you're feeling, because that's the guidance system. And if you feel good, your boss is praising you and you know all is well, then you can continue with those thoughts, setting new intentions to continue down that path. But if you're not meeting your deadline, that morning cup of coffee didn't work, you're hitting every red light and things are just in a lot of resistance and struggle and chaotic energy, then you need to stop and evaluate how am I creating this? What am I thinking? What am I vibrating and sending out into that psychic world? And then through that law of attraction, it's returning to me because that's the law. So then you have to be able to evaluate it. Is it serving me? Did I get something from this? How can I rephrase this? How can I rethink this? That it lines up in more harmony, right? Within myself that then it will create something that I want. So we have to stop living on default getting what we get, thinking it's okay because, well, that's just how it is. God made this happen for me. Oh, well, that's how it is. And that's not what life is. Life is you becoming the master. It's about you being able to set clear intentions. Every thing that you do, set an intention behind it. It could be something as simple as going to the grocery store. I get in my vehicle. I'm intending to arrive safely. I put an intention to it. Right. And now the attention, the energy that I give to it sees me arriving safely. Now I go into the store. I'm intending to pick up everything with ease, finding all that I need on my list 
on sale or whatever. And then you put the attention to it. In fact, I'll share a story. I had a list of supplements I was going to buy. And before I had everything just delivered right off of Amazon, I used to actually go into a vitamin shop. And I said, okay, team, work it out. I'm going in. I had exactly $105 on me. I went in with my list, put everything in my cart, went to the checkout, and I already gave them the intention, right? My attention to it was it was going to work out. I'm picking everything up. When I got to the checkout, he said, can I give you 20% off today? And I said, well, yes, you can, <laughs> right? It was the manager of the store, hadn't uh-huh. seen him in a while, and he gave me 20% off. My bill came to $104.60. Wow, that was good planning. <laughs> that was good intention. <laughs> now, you know, there is one little caveat with all this intention setting that I know a lot of people have been complaining about, which is when you have all these good intentions and then it still doesn't work out, then there is almost like a blaming happening. It's like when people are blaming themselves for getting ill because they say, well, it must be my fault. I must have thought wrong. I must have not done the right thing. And, And I think we have to really be just also clear that there is no guilt and no blame in when things don't work out the way we think we intended them to work out. Or what would you say? Exactly. So there's several things behind that and understanding that there are gosh, how many universal laws, right? So we just can't rely on one law, that universal law of attraction, also the law of love, the law of gratitude. There's so many other laws that have to all be in harmony. You have to be in harmony with universal laws and the laws of nature. So I can't go play a lottery ticket and say, I'm intending to win $1 million when my core belief says, are you crazy? You're worth a hundred bucks. Right. Right. Do you see? So the job is before you start doing these intentions, you have to examine your core programming. But do you really say that if you believe you're worth a hundred million dollar and you fill out the lottery ticket, then you will win a hundred million dollars. If you are in alignment with it and if the law says that there is nothing restricting you from getting that. Because again, remember, we have contracts, we have all sorts of things that we came in with karmically and all of that stuff that we have to deal with. Well, exactly. But that makes it then, you know, when we are looking at this whole intention setting, which I love and I certainly do, but I think sometimes we can almost get obsessed about it because we are feeling like, okay, now, you know, I am basically solely in charge of it all, which then changes again this energy that we also need to have of surrendering into Correct. our into our life, into our past. So we and have the reality to find a balance. Is- you have to surrender, right? The reality of it is your soul, your higher self, your I am, it's really running the show. And so it's for the best and highest good. And so there is no concrete, okay, I'm intending this and this is going to happen this way because that's not allowing. And you have to understand the law of allowing. So it's going to show up for you how it's best for it to show up for you. And you've got to be okay with that, knowing that the the universe is orchestrating on your behalf for whatever is for your best good when you're in alignment with those universal laws and the laws of nature. And so your goal is to be in alignment, knowing that it's going to show up how it's supposed to and be okay. So, you know, I don't set myself up. 
for this big leap, it's baby steps. Okay, let me work on this and let me see how that goes. And then let me work a little bit on this and expand and expand and expand. I don't go from zero to 100. I go from zero to one to two to three. And I build. I'm building my foundation. I'm building my system of how I can intend with grace and ease. I'm building my understanding, my wisdom. I'm making sure that things are cleared karmically and all those different things. So there's a lot behind it that one must do. You just all of a sudden can't say, okay, give me that because I'm now sending it out and intending it. Everything else has to be in alignment. The gratitude, the the love, the all those different things have to all be in alignment. Do you have a feeling that alignment can be easy or does it sound like, you know, it has to be hard work? Alignment can be easy, depends on how much you're willing to surrender, right? You know, it's so interesting because we have that inner child and that inner child is pushing and we have that ego. And so you're not going to be able to get into alignment if the inner child is a wounded inner child who's running the show. You have to work on all of these different aspects of yourself first. And to the degree that you're willing to to work on these things, to the degree that you're willing to surrender, right, and become the master and do the work that is required to master the physical, to master the emotional, the mental, and so on, will be to the degree that you can come into alignment. And it's all a part of that contract. It's, all, again, a part of your soul contract. What are you here for? And if if it's within your contract that you have to work through those things, then that's exactly what you'll have to do, work through those things. And that's the fascinating thing about life, you know, that I find sometimes the people that appear to me the most awake are the least spiritual, you know, where you just have a sense they, they are completely in alignment with themselves, with their nature, with their truth, on their path, but they wouldn't call themselves meditator or interested in, you know, esoterics or metaphysics or anything, but you just know mm-hmm. that they live exactly the way they are meant to be because you have a sense of that. A friend of mine was like that. And when his wife uh, of just 40 years old or 42 years old died of brain cancer and, you know, watching him, he's a scientist and certainly not someone I would say is spiritually inclined, but the way he was accompanying her through this process of, you know, dying and what he did afterwards and, I mean, that was a, a beautiful, evolved way of handling, uh, you know, illness, dying, and uh, and then transitioning. I I just admire him for that. And so for he me, he was just blessed also... with grace, wasn't he? He was blessed with grace, yeah, and so but... he was able to live his life that way. And so he already knew universal laws and the laws of nature, and he lived his life because he came in with that knowing. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, you know, where I feel we cannot uh, necessarily, you know, again, this is what I comes back to the surrendering and uh, aligning. Sometimes we just have to also notice that there is an alignment maybe already there because we are coming in with a certain grace or a certain knowledge or a certain way of going through life that doesn't make us necessarily to, you know, follow a certain path that other people are laying out, but that we just have to also really have that trust in ourselves, just like, you know, he had this trust in himself. And he, one of the things that I really felt so powerful about it, that he never gave up on love. You know, when you lose someone so young, it's easy to 
shut down and just feel like, okay, I went through all this pain. I don't want to open up again. But he was always open to love and he found uh, another beautiful wife with whom he has a really, you know, wonderful son. And tell us a little bit about the importance of love and especially the importance of self-love in this whole process. Absolutely. It's extremely important. And you know, the sh to, to make a statement about what you just said with your friend, my sister, my baby sister, the same thing happened to her. Her husband transitioned out when she was only 38. Mm -hmm. That's young to lose a spouse. And yeah. she has since found love and now has two beautiful children. One just turned four this past Monday. So mm. yes, you have to open your heart and know that Life truly, we're here to have experiences and to not have judgment on those experiences. In the 3D world, we look at them as they're good, they're bad, they're ugly, they're indifferent, they're this, they're that. They're simply just experiences that we're here to have because those experiences cause us to expand. And that's the goal, expansion, to learn so that your God part is continuing to expand and to grow. So when we can begin to be the detached observers and look at everything and just know it is what it is and be okay and be in that space of love, love for mankind, love for yourself, that you are truly a loving being worthy of love and that greatest love, that agape love, the spiritual love that says, I love you and I want the best for you. I don't care from what country you're from. I don't care about borders. I don't care about anything. I love you because I recognize the spark of life that creator spark is within you. And I honor you as a being. That is love. Now, how come that there is such a interesting dichotomy right now in the world where on the one hand i believe you know to just look for example at the at the tv shows that are out there there's so much more about the metaphysics and the spiritual world and uh, there's just a lot of just you know you would say awakening happening and But on the other hand, in politics, we see just the opposite. We just see this more contraction and more the, the, yeah, the, the barriers and the lack of love and compassion. Is, are we going through a time where we have to make a choice as a, as oh, a yes. species? So, you know, understanding that in 2012, the end of this calendar, right? And now we're moving, we moved out of the Piscean age, which was this... Masculine dominated patriarchal energy. So, all of that is ending. But just because it's ending doesn't mean the next day everything's going to be love and light and joy and peace and harmony. We must transition. So, all of that old energy is ending, yet there needs to be a transition, and that's what we're in. So, as it's transitioning, you're going to see lots of wonderful, loving things because those who have done some work and are tapped into that energy are expressing it out. And then there are lots who aren't and have not done that work. And so they're expressing the other side of that. They're still holding on to that patriarchal energy. Eventually, everything comes into balance, and this will come into balance. And so as we see those things as the detached observer, we recognize that they're in conflict, right? And that's okay. Everything will eventually have the light 
placed into it. And all will be revealed. Truth will come to light because that's a part of the transition. And that's what we're going through right now. You're going to see those fighting with their last tooth and nail. They're going to fight, but that's okay because the light is coming in powerful. And in the end, love is all there is and it will be victorious. Well, so in this regard, we have to be actually grateful right now for, let's say, for example, the president, because he gives so many people the choice between either going also into this hating or negativity or judging and contracting or into the love vibration. I mean, in some Absolutely. ways, sometimes you need the contrast that. in order to make the right choice. So this may be the invitation to send him a lot of love rather than some negative mail and uh, see what's going to happen with that. Well, I would agree 100%, you see, because again, what has been done in dark must be revealed. And so this is what's coming up. And think about it. All of a sudden, all of these different companies are saying, we'll let you stay here for free. Or the, there's a border. I was watching a, a show yesterday and this little town in Canada, Emerson, all of a sudden people are tracking through, I don't know how many miles it is, of snow and below zero temperatures fleeing America Really think about that, fleeing America to the borders of Canada for asylum. Mm. I mean, you know, and so it is making people step up. I saw another thing where this lady, she was going to create 50 signs and she had it in um, Arabic and in Spanish. And it said something about love and we are one. And she wound up printing 650 of these signs and the whole communities posted these signs on their, in their yards. And wow. so, yes, chaos into harmony. And so the chaos creators or the chaos makers are going to help to bring everything into harmony and balance. And so we have to begin to look at that without attachment, without judgment and send it, send him, send all of it, every situation, love, because in the end, that is the strongest vibration source is this highest energy that is trickling in bit by bit. We're seeing videos on YouTube of two sons. I saw the this video the other day, it was magnificent. The sun was setting and off to the left was another sun sitting there. And so we have new planets coming into the system. All sorts of amazing things are happening. So all of this that looks chaotic is organized chaos. And in the end, when you're in your heart and when you're vibrating that highest frequency of unconditional love for all things and for everyone, then you are in your right place. And so everything plays, obviously, then its perfect role. And in that regard, you know, looking from this very high perspective of there is no real duality, then you could say, well, everyone, even the ones that play the role of chaos or maybe darkness or negativity are playing that role perfectly in order to advance the awakening of the planet, humanity. Mm -hmm. maybe the entire yeah. universe. Now, unfortunately... As always, we are running out of time, which is terrible. So can you let the listeners know more about how to reach you, how to buy the book, how to work with you? How can they find you? Thank you. So my book, You're Not Crazy, You're Awakening, you can find on Amazon simply by that title, You're Not Crazy, You're Awakening. Um, and you can also find it on my website, and that's dradvige.com. So that's www.dradvige.com. 
D-R-E-D-W-I-G-E.com. Again, that's D-R-E-D-W-I-G-E.com. And on my site, um, you'll see that I offer a monthly webinar series all about awakening, taking you through mastery of physical, the mental, the emotional bodies, all of these different things that one goes through as they're awakening. I also offer one-on-one sessions as well as a mentoring package. Um, And so there's lots of videos, lots of different things. You can join memberships on my site and different things you'll find there as well. Um, That's pretty much it. Cool. Very nice. Well, thank you so much for being such a wonderful and uh, yeah, illuminating guest And I wish you all the very best on your journey. I'm sure our path will continue to cross. So thank you. And thank you for all the listeners to tuning in and uh, hopefully feeling turned on by what we talked about. And we will be back on Wednesday in two weeks. So until then, be open, get out of autopilot, be awake and allow yourself to surrender to that beautiful, blissful way of being alive. Until then, goodbye. You've been listening to Empowerment Radio with Dr. Friedemann Schaub. Join Dr. Friedemann the first and third Wednesday each month at 11 a.m. Pacific as he addresses some of the most prevailing challenges of our daily lives. Discover how you can use the power of your mind to overcome stress, anxiety, and overwhelm and create a solid foundation of confidence and self-esteem. Learn cutting-edge tools so that you can approach every day with great ease, joy, and purpose. To learn more about what Dr. Schaub can do for you, visit the fearandanxietysolution.com.